Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest installment of For the Lore Plays, at least some semblance of Dungeons and Dragons. When last we left our so-called adventurers, the party was fragmented. Sir Reginald was dragging his heels on the way back to his hometown to gather information for the mystical artifact they were carrying, and in an attempt to move things forward, Tag straight up stole it from him. A chase through the jungle ensued, the party became split up, Tag ended up imprisoned because he was a half-orc showing up at a tiefling town, and Sir Reginald and Brave Brave Robin, well, last we saw them, they were getting eaten by a snake. Tag. I assume yeah. you were going to try to make your way back to the dwarven village of Combaldar where this whole mess started? Yeah, probably. I mean, it's the closest city, so... It's the closest city that they'll let you into. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I could have made my way over to uh, Lordun, but that's, I mean, if I remember correctly, that is also a dwarven city, yes? Yes. But yeah, I'll go to Combaldar. All right, fair enough. It's a... Uh, tough journey through the wilderness but you've been this way before you can kind of backtrack your previous path you know the dangers to avoid it's still going to take you several days you arrive back at Kamaldar, hungry low on supplies dirty you smell worse than a half orc usually does which is far worse than you're used to smelling at being a pretty boy that is very true yeah, so now that I'm officially a member of the, the Adventurer's Guild, I'm making my way over to the Adventurer's Guild barracks and try to get myself cleaned up. Yeah, I, they're more than accommodating. You get a bed, you get a bucket of water, and if you want, they'll give you some bread, too. Yeah, I mean, I'll obviously just go probably pick up, like, a decent meal. I have money. It's not like I'm broke. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And then start making my plans for what the heck I'm going to do with this thing. Oh, what the heck are you going to do with that thing? Well, so Cerulea's kind of just out. Do I know any place else that might be able to maybe do some research on this or give me some more information regarding this? Uh, way back when, when you first discovered it, uh, goodness, what town was that? When you guys were, I believe it was in Gildim, the other dwarven city up there, you were told... Uh, that the best places to get information on it would either be in Cerulea, where a famous uh, magical researcher made his home, or, you know, take it back up north with it being an orcish artifact. Some of the shamans up in your homelands might have been more helpful as well. Yeah, the problem is, and I had that thought, is that if I show up with this, there's a very good chance I'll just be murdered under the auspice that I stole it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a pretty high probability considering that you well did you didn't steal, steal it. it but you stole it from the person that stole it <laughs> yeah and I don't want to just give it back to them if it's dangerous hmm any other like I don't know centers of like magic or spiritual knowledge in the area or on the lands when it comes to pure arcane knowledge, Sar is the place to go. Uh, you know, in Theris, there's definitely some uh, spiritual research uh, amongst the elves and, you know, the moon goddess. But, I mean, you can make an arcana check. Sure. I don't think it's very high, but why the hell not? Do, do, do. Oh, it is definitely not high. <laughs> but I have jack of all trades, so it's an this even is true. Role. You know what? 
you, through your travels, you may know somebody uh, up in the Lunar Garden because it's not really a cleric type thing, but uh, there are a few elves that have strayed from the path that uh, you might be able to talk to them about it. Sure. Why the hell not? See if I can make some plans or some travel arrangements to head up that way. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you spend a few days, you know, looking at this thing, trying to figure it out, racking your brains, you know, trying to think of where you can go, making arrangements. And before you can leave, you're actually summoned to the Guildmaster. Interesting. All right. I put on my whatever is left of my Sunday bests and <laughs> go forth. All right. So once you get to the Guildmaster, uh, you see her there toiling away at her giant tome as usual. And there's another person standing behind the desk with her. Mm-hmm. A female tiefling. Okay. Nakria, why have you summoned Tag here? I didn't summon Tag. I followed Tag. Oh. I heard him speak while he was in prison, asking about Sir Reginald. Seeing as I know that name, I was curious and wanted to see. What is his relationship to him? What has that damn fool gotten himself into? And to travel. I have people to speak to in different cities. So I figured I would follow him. And he appears as if he's hiding something. And that always piques my interest. Awfully bold assumption, Tiefling. It's not an assumption if it's the truth. One need only mm, yeah, read expressions to be able to see. Your words are flowery and definitely much, much more reserved than Sir Reginald, but the haughtiness is there just, as I've learned, is seems to be pretty standard fare for people from Cerulea, much to my chagrin. Considering the axe on your back calling my speech flowery, it's probably a compliment. Whatever you decide to take it as. Uh, as far as your, I would assume, love interests, since you followed me from Cerulea out here, I haven't seen Sir Reginald since we parted ways. I uh, couldn't really be around him with the whole lighting things on fire and bullying people around thing. Kind of wore on me a little bit. I assure you, he's not a love interest. Well, I mean, you followed me out here looking for him, so either that or it owes you money. You don't appear to listen very well, although I believe that is an orcish trait. I did not say I was only following you because of him. I also said I had other business to attend to in other cities. So I figured I would follow and get more details. Information yeah, is key. See, the, the problem with that, though, is you could have approached me at any other time from, I don't know, any of the times I was released from the Cerulea prison for coming to the gate. Uh... Anytime in these last several days. So I'm only uh, to approach you when you feel it would be best to do so. Really? Because you summoned me here. You could have done that many days ago. As I said, I didn't summon. You just did. You asked the guildmaster to have me come here. No, I spoke to the guildmaster about you. If she decides she would like to discuss anything with you, that's her business. Certainly not mine. Then is there anything else that you need from me? Because I grow tired of this discussion. No, I don't need anything from you. I've already learned a lot. Guildmaster, is there anything that you require of me? 
If not, I have things that I must attend to. You are free to choose your own work. Uh, if you wish a job, I might be able to find one for you. Otherwise, you're free. I'm still on a job currently. Thank you, though. And I'm just leave. Go about my business. All right. So what sort of method were you planning to get to the Lunar Garden? I mean, it's some pretty nice grassland to get there. It's not a terribly hard trek. Yeah, I'll just see if there's any, like, caravans or anything like that that I can buy passage onto. I mean, if you like, you could probably book passage on one of the uh, Dwarven underground caravans that'll take you to Vungrim. Yeah, uh, actually, that sounds like a really good idea. And then I can, it's a short journey from there to the Lunar Garden, so why not? And standard fare is uh, five gold. That's easy. Done. Especially especially for a member of the, the guild. They'll, you know, they'll be perfectly happy to accommodate you. Yep. Pay it, no problem. Where's the Lunar Garden? The Lunar Garden is in the center of the map, uh, northwest of Kambaldar. And uh, Nakria, are you going to continue pursuing the orc? Slowly and from a distance. Well, there's only so much slowly and from a distance you can do once he books passage onto the caravan. Yeah, that's all right. It, it's all right if he knows I'm I'm following. I'm, I'm not out to impress him. I can move okay. about my business as I see fit. Fair enough. While I make arrangements with the uh, caravan master, I also drop the description of the lovely thieflane who openly admitted to following me previously and uh, just kind of give him a heads up that uh don't know who this person is, but they've been kind of sniffing around and I don't quite trust them. If you see them, here's an extra five gold. You let me know before they know that I know. Well, amongst the dwarves, money definitely speaks louder than any other language. Yes, it does. So, yes, you. as a matter of fact, you do uh, get a little note that Nakria herself is booking passage on the same trip. Uh, although she does it much more. Well, she's trying to be a lot more stealthy about it. I mean, she waits until just before it leaves. So, you know, you don't see her follow you in. But again, your money gets the message to you. All right. Although, Nakria, without you being a member of the guild, it is a full 10 gold for you to book passage. Can I charm the dwarf who's charging me? That's always an option. I'm going to try it. So what do I... I'm just pressing charm? Yeah, just click charm person. And let's see. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This guy is completely under your sway. (laughs) Okay. All right. So can I just ask for free passage? Oh, for one as lovely as you, of course, mistress. I would not dream of accepting your money. Thank you very much. I'll give him a little kiss on the cheek as I pass by him. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, he didn't think tieflings were his type, but I think you may have changed his mind forever. This is good. All right, so we are on the passage uh, tag. You'll remember this from the early days of your adventure. It's basically an underground uh, rail line with carts pulled by oxen. Uh, you know, there's there's passenger carts, nothing fancy, but you know, there's some pillows down. You're provided with food and beverage. Yeah, again, nothing great, but what do you expect when you're this far underground? Nakria, you get much the same. Uh, the next cart back, but it, it's definitely far less than you've 
become accustomed to in your life. So out of curiosity, do I happen to have line of sight on this uh, tiefling that's been following me? She has a name, Joe. (laughs) You know, my wolf doesn't have to care. He's already proven he's a racist. (laughs) Well... In all honesty, his previous experience with tieflings may be coloring his opinion. That's still racist. For all I know, know, you, said tiefling, could be, quote-unquote, following me to drag me back to a cell in Cerulea for some weird offense I gave, such as giving a child a loot. So, what the hell do I know? I know that I don't like you guys right now. (laughs) Racist. My my sample size is quite uh, tainted, shall we say. But, uh, yeah, if I have any uh, line of sight on him throughout the her. journey, her, fine. Uh, I'm going to cast Detect. Not only Fault. racist, but sexist. Man, man, mm-hmm. freaking Tag is an asshole. <laughs> so is Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I've never claimed to be anything other than an asshole, so I mean, I, you know, whatever. But yeah, anyway, so- you were saying. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to cast Detect Thoughts and uh, lock eyes with said tiefling. All right. Now, let me look up exactly what Detect Thoughts can do for you. Because I don't think it's full Professor Xavier levels, but... uh, It's close. Yeah. I'm going to go pretty deep, though, so they will get a wisdom saving throw. Okay. So... At first casting, there's no save. You just get the surface thoughts, right? Correct. Yeah. So, uh, Nakria, you know, what What are the basic things going through your mind right now? Like, well, hold on a second. Know, do I general get, emotions. Do I get a wisdom save so that he doesn't get and anything? Not to pick up the surface thoughts, no. Okay. Nakria is pretty level-headed, has been in very dangerous situations, where she is needed to keep her thoughts clear. She is the Zen master of tieflings, essentially, when it comes to stealth and just being patient, as opposed to Sir Reginald. She's going to be just sitting and just waiting for the ride to be done. And uh, I will take the opportunity after that, because now that's got me not exactly the most confident that this person's not here to kill me, uh, to go deeper. And right. it should be a DC 15. DC 15. So, Nakria, back on the core page of your character sheet. Yeah. The second column from the right where it says saving throw, you can just click on second the wisdom. Column from the, oh, okay, so I just click I'm sorry, wisdom. second column from the left. Left, yeah, okay. So I just click that. And uh, that's going to be a failure. So now, Nakria, tag is privy to your... Insight into your reasoning, your emotional state, and something that looms large in your mind. Really now? Mm-hmm. That easy? And Motherfucker didn't use saved. any of that shit when he was with Sir Reginald. Now all of a sudden he's reading my mind. Where did uh, that I crap come, come from? With Sir Reginald, you just made yourself very, very <laughs> pretty blatant in your intentions, so I never had to do that. <laughs> You don't have to pay to see the movie when the trailer gives everything away. Now, I want to know something, first of all, before mm-hmm. I, I answer that. Does she know that he's doing this? Yes. Oh, I'm making it blatantly obvious. Well, fuck, I don't know. 
I don't know how it works in this game. So she knows that he is reading right through. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what does he need to know? Uh, again, your emotional state, uh, the reasoning of, or the insight into your reasoning, and something that looms large in your mind. Something that looms large. Uh, what, okay. what is your driving motivation? Let's put it that way. What is your quest? <laughs> Jesus. That too. Okay, Tim. Um, well, for what's on her mind, like I said, she's going to be her emotional state. Very calm. Very calm and not panicked. Certainly not afraid of him. At this point, mildly curious. She is going to still not trust him, though. And that's because of his racist attitude. And as for looming thoughts, <sighs> trying to think of which one would be. <laughs> What's the race that's the most of a threat to tieflings? Uh, to tieflings, uh, definitely the elves of Theris. Is there routinely clashes between the two and things like that? Uh, very rarely because of the poor terrain that separates the two nations. But uh, given the thieving nature of <laughs> some of Sars' uh, magisters, uh, frequently they piss off the wrong people. So it's it's not a very friendly relationship, but it never quite comes to all-out combat because they're just too separated. See, what I had figured, and just obviously way out of character before I say, uh, again, I saw her as someone, again, as we discussed, we're, again, working for Mm -hmm. the people, the government, whatever it is of the tiefling and whatnot, and I saw there being, be it some incident or incidents that are an encroaching uh, race oh. that is actually whether it's through infiltration or something that is going to be something dangerous for the tiefling people and she needs to go out and figure out what that is who's at the who's responsible for that and if necessary take them out kind of deal give me one moment to check my notes because I think this may line up pretty well with something that happened with my other party Okay. oh absolutely it's always a about a a spy game kind of thing between the two. And there's always spies being abducted on either side kind of thing. And whether they actually got one who tried to get in or they saw and they know that it's, it's, it's pending kind of deal. About a month before tag showed up in Cerulea over in the capital, uh, the city of Kago, there was a group comprised mostly of half elves, which, you know, are also residents of Theris that snuck into a party that one of the magisters was throwing and escaped with a very powerful book of knowledge. Hmm. There you go. As a matter of fact, this specific book of knowledge is very relevant to your source of power, Nakria. Okay. Well, that fits perfect then. So that's what's in the back of her head. That's great because I'm going to keep up my spell because I can keep it up. Uh, no, once you successfully probe the deeper thoughts, the spell ends. Uh, did it say that? Because it says you can 
Change. I'm sorry. No. Okay. No. If the saving throw succeeds. So Correct. now, uh, Nakria, now that you know uh, he's in your mind, you can just make a straight intelligence check, opposed it's a by role. Yeah. opposed by uh, tags intelligence check. So that's the far left. Just click intelligence. Not a saving throw, but oh, it doesn't matter because you don't get the proficiency bonus anyway. So it's the same number either way. So All sixteen. Right. Yeah, that was my intelligence. Click the sheets. <laughs> I don't have it all programmed in like you do. Oh. Don't take it as an insult. It just means you know the game a lot better than I do. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that total of zero is quite going to beat nope. the 16. So, yes, the, the, the connection does break. Okay. Can I cast a spell now? If you wish. I want to send a message to his brain like I can do. That, that's not even a spell. That's just something you can do. I'm going to do that shit. <laughs> And I'm going to ask in a very calm, non-intrusive way, did you get everything you wanted? Well, so, yes, you hear a voice in your head tag set asking you that. I smirk, shake my head, and just sit back down. Man, this is a really awkward four days that you guys are on this trip underground. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine. Apparently not, if you have to mind-rape me. Uh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what that was. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say... No, that was me. That wasn't her. She's still very calm, but she really doesn't trust you now. That's changed. Really? Oh, that's... I'm. I'm She's going to be so calm sorry. and fine, but... My character is so sorry to hear that. I'm so sorry to hear that, especially when I don't know why the hell you're following me. Still, your calm demeanor leads me to believe that you knew damn well. Why are you talking to me? We're not sitting beside each other. You're in different carts. Yeah, Yeah, we're in different carts. Shut up. I'm not talking to you. The fact that you were so calm makes me think that, yeah, you knew I was in there and you're used to this. And so I don't actually trust what I got out of you. So is there anything else you two would like to do on the journey? (laughs) No, I'm good with sitting. Legs cross nicely. I just lounge back and, you know, play my magic axe. Not actually casting any spells. Just kind of playing around, idle stuff. So now that we have a moment uh, of quiet, if you will, Tag, we've never actually gotten your thoughts on your strangely obtained wondrous item. So... My character waking up with this honestly didn't think too much of it because it's not the weirdest thing he's ever heard of happening. I mean, he's grown up on stories of sort of odder occurrences than just magic items appearing out of a, you know, after waking from a dream. He just figures he was a good boy and deserved it. It's like it's, it's his karmic payment for dealing with Sir Reginald for all those weeks. <laughs> Can I and, do something now? Uh, it, in one in second, because I also okay. want to ask you a question. Now that we have you know, a long moment to to really see our new adventurer here, what's what's Nakria look like? What is she wearing? What is she wearing? Yes. Nothing regal, nothing that Sir Reginald would wear, but still you know, proper dress. Uh, Not a dress, but proper outfit kind of thing. Just something that's nice. 
pantsuit kind of deal kind of thing, just mm-hmm. something that she can move around in comfortably and not draw attention to herself and yet still look composed, professional, if you will, whatever. And she's, you know, I don't know the height of tieflings kind of deal. I always picture approximately human size, maybe a little larger because of their, you know, demonic stature. Right. So, again, I picture along the lines, again, I don't have a lot to go off of, but that kind of red skin, dark hair kind of deal with the obvious sultry, if you will, appearance kind of thing that's intelligent eyes and everything else and very calm demeanor. All right. Okay. And you said you wanted to do something. Yes. How far away is Tag from me? I mean, he's in the next cart, so 15 feet away. Okay. Now, you said this is a four-day trip? Yes. Okay. Have we slept yet? Is if you Tag want, it can sleeping. be the second day. If, if Tag has no objection to it being the second day or the third day, it can be so. Okay. Tag, huh? are you sleeping? Probably <laughs> not very much, if at all. And I probably would have paid people to uh, wake me if you move anywhere near me because I do not trust you. Okay, you said probably. Did you or did you not? Yeah, you know what? The, I'm assuming the caravan has guards, yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what kind of stuff can happen underground. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'll pay three more gold out of pocket. To who and to what? To what end? To make sure you do not come anywhere near me. Okay, but to one, so to two, to three, or? or detain you. So, again, to one, to two, to three, to the entire thing, how are you doing this? And it's three well, there, There's gold. pretty much only going to be one guard per cart. Mm-hmm. Most of the guards are uh, focused on the front, making sure the path is clear. There's going to be front guards, one per cart, and probably one in the back, yeah? Yeah. So I pay the I pay the uh, the one that I'm in the cart with. Okay. And then you're going to sleep? Uh, Yeah, eventually I'll try to catch a couple hours. Okay. All right. So while he's sleeping now... Mm-hmm. Dwarf that's watching his shit, watching him. Is that the one that I've already charmed? No, no, he stayed behind. He was the, the one back at the dock. Okay, all right. Now, I can use the charm spell how many times? Uh, once per day for you. So it would stand to reason if this is day two, I'm all right with using it. If that's as long as you wanted to wait, certainly. I'm sorry, what do you mean? Yeah, if you, if you want to wait until the second day of the journey to do this, that yeah. Oh, I I'm I figured that's what it was. Yeah. He would have stayed up as long as he possibly could anyways, not yeah. trusting me. So. Okay. Um the the uh, charm is mainly just to tell them what to do makes suggest- Charm basically means that uh they see you as a friend. Okay. And since that dwarf failed so miserably on his saving throw, he thought you were far more than a friend. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, magic hand. Mm-hmm. Things have to be within sight, obviously, for me to be able to do anything with it. Correct. Okay. Okay. But it's a kind of a spectral thing. It can go through things. Uh, it, it has mass because it's able to pick things up. Gotcha. And it is visible. Okay. Okay. Um, how heavy is Tag's pack? 
heavier than the hand can lift. The hand can only lift 10 pounds. 10 pounds, Tag yeah. carries around a lot of shit. Okay. Oh, yeah, I do. Okay. Okay, I'm going to put a charm on the dwarf who okay. is guarding him. So I just press the button. Yeah, I mean, it's right there. I, just, I don't need you to press the button again. But. What's that? Uh, unfortunately, this time your charm has no effect. Well, hold on a second there. Oh, so it doesn't range in terms of numbers. It's always going to be the same thing. It's always going to be the same. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Well, that for, for a saving throw, it's always a static number. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Okay. So it's always going to be 14. Okay. All right. Well, and, uh, the 20 is more than enough to shake off your attempt. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, can I cast a disguise self on myself? Of course you can. Okay. I'm going to cast a disguise on myself to look like one of the other dwarves on the this little thing. Train That's going to be a little difficult because a dwarf is so much shorter than you are. Uh, disguise self can only alter your height up to one foot. Oh, okay. And a dwarf is significantly shorter than that. Okay, gotcha. Okay. You have to forgive me, Joe, because, again, I'm, I'm learning a crap load of new spells here and what they can do. You do not have to apologize to me, my friend. Oh, apparently I do, racist. <laughs> no, Roger doesn't need to apologize. <laughs> Correct. Roger doesn't need to apologize to me. The entire city of Cerulea needs to apologize to me. Difference. Racist asshole. Man, unbelievable. Okay, well, obviously I, I'm not able to. Maybe on the third day I'll try to charm him again. So, okay, I'm just going to, I guess I, I can sleep as well. Okay. Everybody has a wonderful night of sleep. You assume because you can't see the sun. <laughs> you know, there, there, there's a timekeeping device uh, that the driver has. So, you know, you, you, you're aware of the passage of time. So third day, and I would assume third night, you want to try this gambit again? Is he sleeping? First night went so well, I don't see why not. Is he paying a dwarf again? He's going to start running three. out of money. <laughs> no, three gold was basically for the rest of the trip, man. Three was gold's it? a lot of money. I as narrator, he's the one that would decide that. Uh, well, until it comes up, it's enough. We'll see. Okay. All right. While he's sleeping, I'm going to try my charm person again. All right. Uh, this time it does fail. So he does see you as a friend, oh, but okay. he is also still aware that he's being paid to watch you. Yeah, but the other guy was willing to hump my leg. Right. With rolling a one. <laughs> This guy still <laughs> failed, but didn't fail as critically. Because <laughs> remember, that other guy still sent the information that you were coming. Your, your charm was for the effect of getting in there for free. I hadn't had a chance to charm him yet. I was going to try that. <laughs> and you just kind of leapt into, oh, boom, he tells him. So I didn't even well, get a chance for that. Okay, well, see. He that also guy. paid a lot more than three gold to that guy. Right. Okay. Oh, well, then if he's still loyal to Tag, then there's not much use that I can do. You won't know until you try. Okay. Actually, I'm going to wave him over so that he comes to my cart and sits beside me. Okay. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. Okay. He has a nice smile on his face. I'm going to ask him his evening. name. How you doing? What might your name be? You didn't plan uh, that, did you? It's Grilnor. 
a very powerful, strong name. Was me granddad's name. I appreciate the heritage in names and what they mean to a person. Yours? Mine is Nakria. Thank you for asking. Does that name have heritage? It does. Though probably not as... Does not warm one as much as your name does yours. You. So he'll just nod at that. Okay. What are your thoughts of our orcish friend? Seen orcs before. Seems nicer than most orcs. Seems to be hiding something, though, don't you think? Most people traveling underground are hiding something. No, this is true. This is true. I saw him clutching at his bag quite a few times, though. Which I found odd. It seemed he clutched at it more strongly when he was in the presence of dwarves, almost as if he didn't trust you. That's something that's normal? Dwarves only trust money. Dwarves don't trust people. I don't it's trust common him. to be the other way around. I don't trust him either. I wonder what's in that pack of his. Sounds like it could be his business. You wouldn't like to see? Interested, but... That's his business. Wouldn't want anybody prying into mine. This is true. However... As I assume, you wouldn't want anybody prying into yours either. I'm fairly open with what I carry with me and my intent. I don't try to hide from people. <laughs> I wonder if... It doesn't have to be true. She's a freaking spy. I, I <laughs> as long as she's selling it. <laughs> I was wondering if you might just sit here a moment... Well, I take a walk over to him. I promise not to take anything. And then we'll know whether or not he is a danger to your people and what it is that he is smuggling across through your land. All right, so we're going to do a number of rolls here to see how well this works. <laughs> Testing since narrator. He's, <laughs> since he's charmed, I would normally give your persuasion roll advantage, but I'm going to say that the gold factor is going to negate the advantage so let's just do a straight persuasion check hmm unfortunately dwarves are a little uh, strong of mind so still enough to persuade him to you've piqued his interest okay awesome so now what we're going to do (laughs) the plot thickens is have you roll a stealth check to see if you can do it without tag noticing you all right and Tag, what is your passive perception? Uh, 13, I think. One second. So, 17. Oh, yeah, 17. Uh, you'd be at disadvantage because you're sleeping. That's only a minus 5, though. So that's still a 12. So uh, you, you'll be awakened as Nakria hops into the cart. I don't move. I saw my hat pulled over my head. Okay. He appears to still be sleeping, Nakria. Okay, so he, for all intents and purposes, looks like he's sleeping. To yes. me. Okay. Um, she wouldn't just jump in still. Definitely not. Well, I mean, don't, don't forget the cards are moving. What do you mean by that? It's a caravan. They keep moving. No, but what do you mean? What does no, it... I, I think he meant jump in in a metaphorical oh. sense. Yes, that's what I meant. The hell did you think? She She's already made the passage from yes. her cart to yours. Yeah, no, no, I meant... Okay, that's she... what I was making sure, because I was like... So yeah. I think he's going to like walk alongside and pick pockets. <laughs> no, no, this is again, she's a 
freaking spy, she would not just kind of assume that you're still sleeping or whatever. She would make sure of it as well. So uh, unfortunately, she's not used to traveling between moving carts, so made a little too much noise climbing in. Oh, yeah, no, no, I wasn't doubting that. What yeah. I meant is she wouldn't necessarily, even though he looked like he's sleeping, still just dive into the mm-hmm. backpack. She would want to make sure. Framing the scene for the audience. Gotcha. I'm I'm still going through my freaking spells to see. <laughs> yes, Anacria has a lot more to choose from than Sir Reginald did. Sir Reginald's spells were light things on fire. It worked for him or most of the, the time. the other one that lights things on fire. Or the things that made his eyes look like they were on fire. What are you trying to accomplish? I might be able to help you out here. Well, I'm just looking to see whether or not there's anything that I could do that would allow her to determine, spell-wise, whether mm-hmm. or not he was still sleeping. And I think that she's going to have to rely not on spells, but on old, actual spy things of checking mm-hmm. whether or not he is still sleeping. Well, under your core skills, you do have a skill called Insight, which does pretty much just that. I do? Okay. Where is that listed? With all your other skills alphabetically. Okay. All right. Well, then I'm going to do that. Man, that's a <laughs> He's word. sound asleep. Fuck me. This is not going to be good. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> this is why I love D&D. <laughs> Because it's not realistic. <laughs> no, because it requires a certain amount of role playing when there's a difference between what the character knows and what the player knows, but the player is already committed to his course of action. <laughs> Listen. You can see the train falling off the tracks. Freaking you can't hit the brakes in time. Spy. <laughs> Sneaking up on she's, a bard. She should be able to. She's not used to operating in this particular environment. That's bullshit. I call bullshit on that. I'm still going to play along, but I'm just saying I call bullshit on that. <laughs> this is how it works. We roll the dice, determine what happens, and then come up with a narrative to make it make sense. Narrator's a lot more of a asshole than I am when I run my game, I've noticed. Oh, I, I don't be too sure of that, buddy. <laughs> Go listen to the last Shadowrun episode. <laughs> None of you died. Yeah, not for lack Surprising. of trying. Listen, I was more pissed off at my companion than I was at our narrator. Hey, I, what the hey? <laughs> That's not fair. What the hell? Babs did nothing to you, um, except shatter a bunch of glass in my face. You got better. Not yet. <laughs> you will. <laughs> Please, the dragon's going to eat us all anyways. Shut up. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and as you say that, a dragon pops out of the cavern underground. Now. <laughs> Does vicious mockery, would that actually, you're putting a thought in to their brain? Mm-hmm. Yes. A, a, a rather vicious, insulting one at that. Ooh. Okay, that's not going to help. Oh, fuck. I mean... In for a penny, in for a pound. Okay, well, I where is the bag? Right next to me. Bag. Literally right next to me. It's not on me. It's just there. Okay. What does the bag look like? It's your standard traveler's pack. Uh, pretty big. Uh, looks like it's got a, a bedroll on top with a folding tent. It's basically canvas tube with... Uh, like leather ties that, you know, let it stitch up towards the top of like a flap that comes down. 
Nothing really too fancy. It's basically just a knapsack type thing, just really big. Because it's orc-sized. It is very much orc-sized. So it's tied together with um, straps, not with any type of buckle or anything like that. Nope, no buckles. It's just leather straps tied together in a knot. Okay. She is actually going to sit down in one of the seats reasonably close to him, but not right on top of him. Because she's still going to be previously occupied by the guard. Fine. Okay. Because there's not a whole lot of extra other space. There's other passengers in the cart. There's other passengers? I thought it was just us. No. Oh, well, shit, that changes things. Who else is in the cart with him? I mean, there's a couple dwarves. Um, yeah, there's a half elf in there as well. You only bring that up now? You only asked now. You were supposed to <laughs> set the scene. Yeah, hack. <laughs> I'm on a quest to find out more information about the people, money. the elves that are going to invade my land. There's a half elf there. Like I'm going to give a rat's ass about what's I, in his pack when there's a half elf right there. I want to note that I think the narrator framed the scene just fine. Bullshit. <laughs> no, freaking. Yeah. Based on your shadow run. Yeah. You prick. <laughs> the fact is you frame a scene by saying what's there. Who's there? What's going on? You freaking assholes so there's a couple I of dwarfs only gave you the relevant information at the time if a half want, elf is a- i can turn into robert jordan and describe in excruciating detail every <laughs> single thing that's going on a half elf is relevant very relevant i hate those motherfuckers you know what? I will. I will actually argue in his favor on that one because of what you said earlier. An alpha half elf in the cart might have been noteworthy. Maybe fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, that's what I get for just coming up with stuff on the fly. Yeah, Jesus, dude. <laughs> okay, are is everyone sleeping? Yeah, oh, that was easy. Eh? Yeah, yeah. We'll just go with you. <laughs> so okay, so nobody has woken up. So now, did I see? We can work with this now. So okay, we can probably assume when she went into the cart that she didn't realize there was a half elf there. Otherwise that would have changed shit. The the orc was definitely drawing a lot of your attention. I mean, half elves, they're kind of by default, pretty easy to overlook. They're pretty bland in a lot of ways. Okay. So did she only just notice the half elf as she came into the cart? She knew there were other passengers there, but without, again, half-elves don't have these striking elvish features. They, you know, just look like a human for most parts. But now that you're closer, you can see a certain point to the ears and a bit of a angular face more so than a typical human would have. I can save this shit. <laughs> Fuck his saving. Remember, each cart is 15 feet long and there's, you know, there's a gap in between it. So. You're not going to pick out a whole lot of details unless you're specifically looking for them until you get closer. One would think, though, and I'm not arguing that point. I'm, I'm willing to roll with that. But one would Especially think, with though, someone whose passive perception is as low as yours. Is it really? Yeah. What does that you, mean? You're smart, but you're not wise. Really? You made her an idiot? No. You're the perfect compliment to my character who's wise but not smart. She's supposed to have some wisdom. She's a fucking spy. (laughs) I had the choice between making you slightly wise or giving you double digit hit points. Guess which one I chose. (sighs) You chose poorly. 
All right, whatever. Really? Because I've seen you play. <laughs> yeah, but I was going to play differently this time. <laughs> I wasn't just going to kill shit and light things on fire. That was the whole point. Be okay, smart. Okay. <laughs> I'll, uh, I will allow this since I made this character for you sight unseen. If you wish, I can take that plus one out of your constitution and put it into your wisdom. Okay, again, freaking, even though I've been playing, you guys have mm-hmm. babied me throughout the whole thing. I still don't understand everything. What would be the main difference between those two things? You would uh, lose you would, one point, of, one point you, of hit points. No, no, you would lose three because you would oh, lose three. one per level. So you'd go down to 17 Ooh, maximum yeah. hit points in exchange for a plus one to some of your other skills. Notably, animal handling, insight... Medicine, perception, and survival. So really not worth it by the sound of it is what you're saying. All right, Welcome we'll keep it like this. It's give and take, man. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, as, as far as your mental stats are concerned, charisma is most important for you being a warlock. And I figured you'd be more interested in having higher intelligence so you can investigate things better because that's your thing. Okay. Okay. All right. That's fine. Whatever. Okay. So noticing there's a half-elf her attention is immediately diverted from the orc because, again, she followed him out of some measure of curiosity and even some measure of curiosity to see what had happened to Sir Reginald because of their history, but not because of any affection towards Sir Reginald, as will become clear the more we play. So that, and she does have a strong feeling that he is hiding something. Everybody is, but she has a fairly strong feeling about him. So again, but the main reason for going out was to investigate what is going on with the half-elves. So spotting one on the train, that immediately is far more important than anything else having to do with with Tag. Mm-hmm. So now, the half-elf, now you get to play, <laughs> you want it to just make shit up on the fly, buddy? <laughs> That's how I roll, man. Now I want to know about the half-elf. What am I looking at? I mean, he's a rather nondescript-looking half-elf, uh, as most of them are. Um, not super fancy clothes, but not threadbare either. I mean, he was able to afford passage. Uh, doesn't appear to be have much on his person. How old about? Eh, youngish, uh, somewhere in his early 20s. Okay. I'm assuming somewhat physically fit. Average. Weapon? Not invisible. Backpack? Small traveler's pouch, so more of like um like a messenger bag almost. And he's sleeping as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'd like to do a what was it? An insight on him. Can I to, do that? Uh, what are you trying to determine? I well, I want to know um well, I, ideally, I want to see what's in that pack to see what's going on and who he is, if he has okay. any kind of anything that I can use. Would that be well, insight I mean, it, or something else? Yeah, insight's not going to help too much. Insight just kind of lets you notice things about people, but he's not trying to hide anything from you, so there's nothing else to notice. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Um, how creaky is the the cart if I'm walking around? I mean, it's not the quietest thing in the world, but I mean, there's a lot of noise going on anyway because it's on rail tracks. Gotcha. The bag, is it looped around him, secured, or just sitting beside him? I mean, he's kind of got it over his shoulder, and it's, I mean, he's laying down, so it's kind of off to the side, but it's 
partially attached to him. Okay. And is it just one that has like the flap at the covering it and you just can flip over, open the flap and see what's inside? It's got a buckle. Okay. I'm going to cast um, magic hand, please. Okay. I did it. You did it. I probably didn't have to, right? Uh, No. Okay. I feel good having done it, though. Yes. (laughs) I'm proud of you. You did it on your own. Magic hand. (laughs) Good job. All right. So I'm going to send said hand. I'm going to stay where I am, which is I'm still going to be sitting down where the other dwarf was. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to send the hand over to the, uh, the pack, and I'm going to open the flap. Undo the buckle and open the flap. Okay. Uh, Go back to your core skills. Got it. And click on sleight of hand. And I'm going to give you an extra plus one because you're going to use your spell casting modifier instead of your actual dexterity. Am I doing something or just press the button? Just click on it and we're going to add one to whatever the result is. Somebody laughed. That's not good? A six is never all that great. No. You're you're fumbling with it, but uh, it's it's a little hard to do from this far away. Okay. So it doesn't work. It, did it wake him at all? Did he stir? Did anybody stir? Did anybody notice? Since you were trying to be careful with that roll, we'll say you aborted the attempt to open it before you could screw it up anymore. Okay. Because typically you would have had no problem opening it, but you're trying to open it quietly. Okay. How much laid out for me in terms of spacing where people are? You said he's laying down. Yeah, the... It's like I said, it's 15 feet across or 15 feet long, about, you know, six feet wide. So, I mean, there's room enough here for all four of them to be laying down with some space. But yeah, it's not roomy exactly, but there's room to move. So can I walk? I, they're, they're not spooning. Let's put it that way. Okay. So if I. Well, two dwarves are actually. It's kind of weird. They're, they're, they're friends. Don't judge. It's bad enough we're in the cart with a racist. Listen, when you have that much body hair, it's always weird. It's not like they're going to get tangled in it. Anyway, can I walk to the pack, walk to the elf, mm-hmm. and and I will actually open it myself? Do I? What am I rolling? Um, we'll make that just a regular stealth check. Yeah, you're fine. Okay, so I open it up. What do I see inside? Uh, it looks to be you know some rolled up parchment. Okay. I'm going to take it out. Okay. That's it? We're, we're good? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to take I mean, it. This guy's an NPC. He's not He's not going to catch on to too much okay. if, if, if you roll well enough. All right. So I'm going to take the – well, everybody's an NPC except for me and Joe. <laughs> I'm going to take the parchment papers and I'm going to just tuck them inside of my, my – am I carrying a bag? I, I don't know. Are you? Fuck, I don't know. I just found I, out typ- about this character you, today. Typically, you would have a backpack. Yeah, but, but I would you bring it with yeah. you on this little excursion. No, I left that back in my seat for sure. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just tucking the parchment papers. How many are we looking at? I mean, there's about a dozen or so. Okay. Uh, my back is to... Okay, first of all, dwarves as a whole, if you're not paying them, do they give a rat's ass if people are getting robbed on their, their thing? Probably. They do? Okay. Is there any kind of... Because, I mean, that's kind of what they're here for. Gotcha. The, <laughs> to guarantee uh, safe passage? The um, 
the manner in which the the carts are laid out and whatnot, did Buddy behind see me do this? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Because remember, he was watching you because he wanted to know what the heck Tag had. Right. Okay. All right. I am going to... Okay, I'm going to take the, the, the papers and just casually kind of put them under my arm. Not hiding them, but just, mm-hmm. you know, place them. And then walk femininely back to where I was sitting already. And sit down beside the dwarf. Thought you were going to check out the orc. Something far more pressing came up. I did not realize we had an elf on the cart as well. Elves, humans, tieflings, who cares? Their money's as good as any other. This is true. However, could I trust you with some confidential information? Eh, we're friends. I thought so. We had an elf break into our government building. I don't know the names. I'm just going to flub whatever it is. Um, If you want to let me check my notes, I can give you the specific information. I'm not telling him about that. I remember that. I'm not telling him about... Uh, Actually, uh, Magistrix Inoya in Kago. Okay, but I'm not telling him that. But so you know. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Fuck, dude, I'll forget. (laughs) How about you remember for me? We'll go with that. It's in my notebook. I will never forget. But, okay, so we had a half-elf, or we had an elf who broke into one of our government buildings. It was half-elf. He doesn't need to know that. Okay. I'm spinning a lie. It's all a lie. Listen, I am unable to draw the line between uh, Roger and Nakria at points, so I need to know for my purposes. I don't know if I should be (laughs) complimented. If that was you, a goblin or know not, it's a half elf, but you're saying elf on purpose. I, I am check. saying elf on purpose. Yes, who, I just wanted to make sure you had the proper information. Yes, stole some very important documents from us. It just so happens that this elf is now on the same cart as I am, going in the same direction. I'm curious if these are the documents that he actually stole from us. Don't know if I can let you get into his personal business. I mean, I, it's my job to guard people. How much money does she have? She would have enough money because she's working for the government. They would... Yeah, she's she's going to have more money than I have on your character sheet. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I'll just flat out ask him, how much would it cost for you to keep this to yourself? Well... Understanding, I'm already being paid by another person, but since this particular deal doesn't affect that other deal, I'd do it for six gold. Motherfucker, that's a lot of money. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> um, he's still friends with me, though, right? For the next fifty minutes. That's long enough. She is. <laughs> She's going to bat her eyelashes a little. Not too much, just a little bit. And she is going to, again, look very feminine. Try to appeal to that a little bit and say, I was having to rush out to chase after this person who is trying to assault my people. Would you consider less? Perhaps three gold. 
Okay, make a persuade roll. This time you can have your advantage. Okay, advantage. There it is. Oh, yep. Make it two. Good, man. Thank you very much. I'll change it to 13. It's not letting me change it. Uh, you get it. Editing these sheets is not pleasant. Just Okay. Whatever. Okay. So, um... He doesn't give a rat's ass what documents I have, though, right? Like in terms of reading what it is, he doesn't care. I mean, you, you had piqued his interest with the orc. He doesn't really care about documents. Okay. All right. So in terms of where we are at night, how much more time can I expect before the elf wakes up? In a couple hours, maybe. Okay. So I'm going to open Again, those- there's, there's no natural cycle. Right. underground, but uh, people are maintaining at least some semblance of their usual sleep schedules. Okay, so when I look at the parchment papers, what am I looking at then? Uh, well, thankfully, due to your eyes of the runekeeper, you can read that uh, I mean, some of them are written in Dwarvish, some of them are written in Elvish, but uh, it just appears to be like shipping manifests. Shipping manifests for what? I, you know, uh, various ores and metals, uh, gems, other goods, you know, ale, and produce. Some going from Ferris to the Dwarven cities, some the other direction. That's it. Just appears to be uh, yeah, a list of uh, trading that uh, this elf has been involved in. Okay, I'm going to pocket it anyways and put it in my backpack. And okay, I'm going to ask this as the nice GM and not being the dick. Did you close the guy's bag after you were done? Of course she would. It okay. would be exactly like it looked when she left. Okay. So if they are just shipping manifests, if it was something more important, she would have put it back. But if it's just shipping manifests, he won't give a rat's ass. He's not going to be looking to make sure nobody took it. Yeah, he'll probably notice they're missing when he goes to hand them in. That's his problem. Exactly. So, okay. So she's going to put it in her backpack and close her eyes and rest a little bit, not too much. All right. Uh, Grilner will make his way back to his cart. As he's walking away, I will say thank you. And that's the third night. There's one more day of the journey. Is there anything else to do? And of course, Tag, you were, you knew all this was happening because you were awake. Yep. I was going to go with the flow and kind of keep my eye on the tiefling. Mm-hmm. Racist. She, she's just going to sit there and oh, keep yeah, her eye mean, now. You instilled so much confidence in your race as a whole when you snuck over to the cart with the intention of taking stuff out of my bag only to steal stuff from another person on the cart. Keep in mind, I know nothing of what happened in... Uh, you know, between you and or, or anything in Cerulea or Sar or wherever. You read my brain. I, I my character doesn't know that. Like, how do I phrase this? I know that's what you're thinking about, but I just saw you go up to somebody who uh, he's a half breed like me, and you just took shit out of his bag. Well, then you're an idiot, yeah, <laughs> you're, and you're a racist. I am. 
He, how do you, Mr. Pot? How do you, how do you know that that was one of those, those, those half elves? Half elves live everywhere, man. Because racial profiling. It hey, was totally racial profiling. He's going in the same direction. Came from now, where so I was. I'm judging you on your actions, which include sneaking, trying to make friends, trying to subvert, you know, my, my guard, and trying to take shit from me. So I, I mean, didn't take anything I from just, you. I just know you from your actions. Now, first you of all, you actually would not interact. know that she was I'm going there saying. to take something from your backpack. I was wide awake as you were sitting near me. I was sitting where the dwarf was sitting. You would have seen her looking at you and your backpack, and then she would have spotted the elf. So you actually don't know that she was going to come and steal anything from you. You have no idea. Well, I, guess it's gonna, I guess it's gonna make a, that's going to be a, a, a storyteller call here. Did I hear his conversation afterwards since I was awake when he was talking about or the dwarf was talking about his interest was with me and what I had in my bag? That Seeing a- as it was back in uh, his cart instead of yours and they were probably trying to keep their voices down since everybody was sleeping. I'm going to say no. Like you okay. heard them talking about something, but you couldn't quite make it out. All right. So I don't know that for a fact, but I do know that you stole something from a half elf. Yes, you do know that. Asshole. Whatever. I don't care. I don't have to put up with it. At this point... And that you're clutching it very closely in your bag. She does not care. She is literally not paying any attention to him whatsoever anymore. And her attention is still regardless on the half-elf. Not enough that she looks angry or anything, but just studying. Very well, then. Is there anything else to do on this journey? Uh, on the final day, I very loudly ask, uh, make friends with everybody on my card, including breaking out uh, some dwarven porter that I purchased previously and uh, ask if the, uh, the half, elf, half elf would like to partake and sure. uh, ask him if he's read any good books lately, very loudly. Um, not, I'm not big on fiction i mean uh, i i spend a lot of time studying so i i'd oh, rather not read in my recreational time oh i you know i can totally understand that i mean well, what what do you study i mean are you a, a tradesman a businessman are you a teller of tales like myself uh, just you know market research and like economics uh, my my master he's he he really wants me to be good at this one day, so he he sits me down with a lot of words, big well, words. That's always a, a noble endeavor. But do do you have a keen business eye or a keen business mind? You know, a good endeavor when you hear one. I'd like to think so. Yeah. So I have this idea, where instead of relying purely on oral tradition or written word, we take like sounds and press them into cylinders. So that when it's played back through like a device, you could recreate the exact sounds that were were sort of spoken at that time. Tag did not invent vinyl. (laughs) (laughs) Wax cylinders existed well before vinyl, sir. This is true. Do Do you think there'd be a market for something like that? I mean, that might be something interesting. The gnomes and Ferrer, they they seem to be into weird devices like that. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'll have to make a. Make a journey up there. I have not been to see the gnomes yet. Strange people. Well, aren't we all, though? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're really weird. I'm sorry. He just gives you a funny look. (laughs) 
But you know, thank you very much for uh, letting me know about the uh, the gnomes, friend. I will. Uh, I think I will have to make a journey there after I'm done with my business. Yeah, if if you've never seen the wall, it's it's a fantastic sight. I'm sure it is worthy of epics and poems. The fuck is an it's epic? It's just a wall. I don't, I don't know about all that. It's kind of my shtick, kid. Come on, don't 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 step on the roses here. I just and I just fill the time with like just you know mm-hmm. front banter and just kind of make acquaintances with everybody on the cart for the last day and kind of go about my business. Everybody's more than happy to join in. I mean, they're getting a little stir crazy at this point. They're ready to see the sun again. So yeah, the distraction is very welcome. And so passes the journey. At the end of the fourth day, you arrive in Vungrim. Uh, you disembark from the caravan. Make your way above ground. Uh, Nakria, as you are leaving the dock area, you, you see a slightly older half-elf uh, berating the young man you robbed uh, about missing paperwork. I'm just going to listen as I walk by to see what is being said and cast my eyes, but just keep walking. So now, just so that I know, where are we? Uh I'm are you seeing map. on the map the purple flag? Yes. Got it. That's where you are. All right. Where is the Okay, half or the elf area? That's mm-hmm. Theris? Yes, the entire nation is populated by humans, elves, and half elves predominantly. Okay, so all of this green area. Yes. And Lunar is the elf capital? Yes. It is the both political and spiritual center of the nation. Okay. Is it primarily just, again, elves and um, humans and things like that and dwarves who yeah. go there? Uh, well, the power structure is that the humans are the political leaders and the elves are the spiritual leaders. Okay. But, I mean, being a large city, there's, you know, other races that make their way through for business and whatnot. What about Typically not orcs or, or half-orcs. Uh, they're not terribly well-liked. I mean, even tieflings and dark elves would be somewhat frowned upon, but they're not unusual. So they would be allowed, though, to wander around there? Oh, sure. Okay, okay, good, thank you. I mean, you know, maybe you'd notice a town guard following you around, but they wouldn't kick you out. Okay, okay, good. How tall are elves and half-elves? Same height as me? Uh, no, elves are actually shorter than humans. They top out at around five feet, uh, with half-elves, of course, being, you know, slightly larger with because of their human stock. Now, there's a foot difference. I'm six foot. Am I not? Approximately, yeah. So I, I mean, could disguise it, myself to be an elf. Yeah, you, okay. you could do that. Okay, good. Thank you. Is it just dwarves, halflings, and gnomes are a little outside of your ability. Okay. The duration of the disguise self is one hour. Mm-hmm. I can only do that once a day, though, right? No, that one, because it's your warlock invocation, you can use as often as you want. So I can spend the day looking like an elf if I want. I mean, once an hour, you're going to have to recast into it, somewhere yeah. private to uh, refresh the spell, but yeah. Okay, got you. Okay, good. Thank you. Although uh, you will know just from uh, experience, you're going to have to like tie down your tail. <laughs> okay. Because it, you will have the, the visual form of an elf, but your physical body will still exist within the illusion. Right. Okay, no problem. So it'd be weird if somebody's invisible tail was, you Smacking know. Smacking against them? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. 
I mean, tiefling tails aren't terribly large. You're not a dragonborn. <laughs> I could have been a dragonborn. Next character. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling Nakria is going to start making some very poor life decisions. <laughs> Nakria or Roger. <laughs> All right. Are we going to be calling it a wrap shortly? Uh, yeah, let's uh, over an hour. Let's yeah, let's make it into the lunar garden at least and end there because uh, this is the first time either of you have seen the grand city. Uh, there is a large lake bordering the the city, uh, several miles across, and the surface is as still as glass. Um, yeah, both of you are kind of aware of the customs of the nation uh, tag because of your travels and Nakria, you know, that's, again, it's your job to know things. So you know that the Mirror Lake is a sacred place. Uh, no one is allowed to swim or fish in the lake. Uh, no ships or boats are allowed in it. It's it's has great religious significance to the elves. And as for the city itself, it is a large city. Uh, very flowing architecture. It definitely sprawls, but it's not you know, clustered, uh, large domed buildings, uh, not a lot of straight lines, just very smooth architecture, uh, loaded with assorted temples as well as noble houses and large trading areas. It's, it's a, it's definitely the nicest city, at least Tag has probably seen. Uh, Nakria, in your opinion, it doesn't hold a candle to Kago, but what does? <laughs> but, uh, it's still very, very grand to appear in. How did we get there from Von, Von Grimm? Von whatever. Uh, it, it's there's there's a there's a walking trail. I mean, it's okay. about a day's journey. All right, we're not walking. So, yes, I, no, you you can get horses. You can no, no, also ride in a cart. It's, no, sorry. What I meant is we're not walking together. At some point, no, of course not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm of the assumption the two of you are never going to do anything yes. together ever again. <laughs> I'm just going to be running two completely separate games simultaneously. All right. So <laughs> along the way, when nobody was looking or watching her, she would have tucked her tail into her pants and changed her appearance to so that when she, as she was getting closer and closer to the Lunar Garden, she took on the appearance of uh, an elf. I would choose, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm mm-hmm. guessing the their version of monks or whatever kind of thing, the spiritual people that are probably not bothered by people and for the most part not noticed either i'm am i guessing mm-hmm. right yeah yeah it's kind of that way in most religions exactly so she would take on that form so that she could just pass by unseen that's a pretty smart decision tag is there anything special you're doing as you arrive into the you know pass through the large gates to the wonderful city uh literally just jotting down descriptions of everything i'm seeing in my little travel journal cuz you mm-hmm. know I do that. Uh, and then I will see about seeking spiritual guidance. As you pass through the gates, there's large banners flanking uh, in a dark green uh, with uh, the symbol of a vine growing up towards uh, a large white moon at the top as you enter the city. Fantastic. And I think that is a wonderful place to stop for the night. So thank you very much, everyone, for joining us in this wonderful adventure. Uh, I actually really enjoyed this one, not just uh, running it, but I think Nakria is going to be a very interesting character to add to this. Uh, 
it's always great when we can shift play styles amongst the same player and see how things work out. But uh, I know Roger is more than up to the role-playing task. And uh, it appears that you are really grasping on to this particular one. Oh, I like her. I, again, I had a plan for her right from the get-go. Not necessarily that I would be get to play her, but that mm-hmm. Reginald eventually would have to confront her at some point when he, he returned home to Cerulea. So I, that was kind of in the back of my mind what would happen there. Well, sadly, it seems poor Sir Reginald is never going to make it back home. But that's how things work out. We move on with the story in front of us, and it's going to be a fun ride. It's been a while since our last installment. I think maybe somebody was putting it off, but uh, I don't know. That's not true. It remains to be seen. <laughs> but yes, but we will have the next one sooner and and not quite so long a time period between them. Yes. Uh, so continue to check us out here at ForTheLore.com, not just for Dungeons & Dragons games. We also have our ongoing Shadowrun campaign, which is just as crazy in completely different <laughs> ways. And just our regular gaming chatter, especially E3 coming up next week, is always a blast for us. So find us there, ForTheLore.com, on Twitter, at ForTheLore. Our players tag Joe is at LoaderZJ, and Nakria, played by Roger, is Zen Buddhist. And of course, your wonderful narrator myself, I am at Samodian. So thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Racist asshole. You were supposed so to like her. You were supposed to like her. That was the whole point. Really? Yes. Really? I was I was like, okay, this is going to be someone that he can relate to. You should have not not said, I'm not following you. When after you said you were following me. You man, take it down a notch, buddy. She was not in any way being aggressive. She was just talking matter-of-factly, but just kind of Calmly talking tag, and tag boom. Is used to a certain amount of tag is used to a certain amount of of adversity because he's a half work and people generally don't even like you know half works, let alone regular orcs. But to go into a city, make it at the gate, and then be immediately taken into custody and told that his kind is not welcome there, and he didn't even do anything. That's the first time that's ever happened to him, ever. He's he's used to cold, weird stares, but he's used to winning people over by the fact that he can tell a story. He can sing a song. He can be something that breaks the stereotype because way, way back when he hates the fact that he's a half work. He doesn't want to be remembered as an orc. He just wants to be remembered as a bard. So for that to happen to him really already puts him on edge anytime there's going to be a tiefling near him. Like, that's just it. Like, it's just that's the way he views it (laughs) because he doesn't know what to expect from them anymore. He thought he knew about tieflings. He thought he 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 understood that Sir Reginald was the like the odd one. Now he realizes that Sir Reginald was the friendly one. Well, that's you, the, that's the way he's thinking right now. Change shit completely from what I I don't know about you, Vince, but I had an idea in my head that she would actually yes, she would be in the tiefling manner, kind of cold, maybe a little pompous, but not too much. I wanted to keep her fairly grounded because, again, I'm thinking spy. But I was old. She she's definitely lacking in the ego department. Yeah. And so she would be someone that because she actually despised Sir Reginald, despised him 
So this would be something that you guys could actually share together. <laughs> so I was thinking they well, could actually have adventures have- and stuff together, and it would be fairly cool. Now I'm like, fuck, they're never going to talk to each other. They're going to have to figure out a common ground. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because I'm not going to keep doing this shit. I'm, gonna- <laughs> no, I'm, I'm giving you the information to make this work, Roger. Like this is this is on you. And then like it, this is just the nature of role playing with this. You understand that as well as I do. But like, well, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. No, no. Again, I'm not blaming you. <laughs> All I'm saying is this did not go as <laughs> I thought it would. That. Not even remotely. Hey, I thought there Make would sure be already somewhat, very mild, even kind of friendly conversation by the end of this session, and now you know, it's you know like you can blame you can blame the narrator. She she never wants There's, to see you again. <laughs> so yeah this is gonna be interesting you got your work cut out for your narrator <laughs> yeah you really do easy job all right okay i'm going I, I i don't have eight years worth of writing backing up this campaign i'm perfectly willing to go on whatever tangent you guys want we're gonna test you apparently <laughs> nature of the beast